Hey guys, Seth Lee here back with another Squadcast podcast, episode number 19. As always, joined by the homies iLoot Games, J Miles, and QuadMFT. But today we got a very special guest. I'm sure you guys all know who he is. But if you don't, this is Johnny Young. He is the voice actor for Crypto in Apex. So we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about, and I'm sure you guys will enjoy this podcast. But before I get into it, I do want to mention we'll have all of his socials linked down in the description. He streams Apex a lot on twitch so shout out to his twitch definitely go make sure to hit that with a follow and any other type of socials he does as well so i just wanted to hop right into it something pretty basic i just wanted to know like how did you get into voice acting or just acting in general uh what's up guys uh so well before i answer that i'm very happy to be here <laughs> finally got this to happen uh, i know we were talking about it for a minute so uh yeah. really really happy wow. to be here yeah. <laughs> Very happy uh, to have you on. Thank you so much for yeah. It's been like it's like two months in the making here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we finally made it happen. Um, so the question was, how did I get into acting or voice acting? Which one? They're two different. Uh, I guess two different stories. Yeah. Let's start right, voice let's, acting. Whichever. Yeah, voice acting. Let's go for that. Voice acting. I got into a lot later. <clears throat> so I've been a gamer all my life. Uh, I love comic books. Love watching you know Saturday morning cartoons like you know Kevin Conroy, Batman, and the X-Men and uh, Saturday mornings and Gargoyles. Uh, man, back when I was a kid, it was like Biker Mice on Mars. I remember that show. And like, um, you know, I, I grew up watching all that stuff and I never sort, and, and I've been a gamer all my life. So, you know, David Hayter and, you know, Metal Gear and, you know, Nolan North and Troy Baker, all these huge guys. Like I watched, <clears throat> you know, I, I just never uh, put two and two together. Like, I could be a voice actor in a game, um, but I would always game after my auditions or trying to get parts in, you know, film, television. But <clears throat> one day uh, I was just, it was around the time when like, I, I believe uh, Overwatch and Black Ops 3 were out. I think they were out around the same time. Cause I remember playing Black Ops through my, my friend, Charlotte Chung, who voices D.Va in uh, Overwatch as well as uh, Seraph in Black Ops 3. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a badass. <clears throat> and she, uh, I remember, like, I saw her socials. I'm like, what? You're Seraph and you're D.Va? I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> dude, this is so cool. And, like, it was, or, it was like it was around the time when, like, I just, I didn't have any jobs. So I was just kind of, I didn't have any uh, auditions happening. I didn't have any jobs. So I was just gaming all day. <laughs> and... Um, I hit her up and I was like, Oh my God, congratulations. I congratulated her. Cause and she's like, yeah, thanks. And she was, she wasn't a huge gamer, I, I believe. And, and so she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about, you know, about this. Cause it just, cause Diva just been the overwatch has just been released and it didn't pick up steam yet. <clears throat> and yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, Charlotte, Charlotte, you don't understand. You do, <laughs> you do not understand what, what you are. And like, as a gamer, you know what I mean? I was like, you just, like this is gonna blow you into space. Like this is gonna be amazing for you. And then yeah. you know, and you know, sure enough, a few months later, you know, exploded. And um, I asked her how she got into it, and she was so kind enough to give me a call and kind of broke down things for me. And she introduced me to her agent, and I walked in, and you know, she kind of guided me through everything, and uh, including some of my like my basic equipment and. Um, I told her, I was like, look, I, I promise I won't make you look bad. I've grown up with video games. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, cartoon, excuse me, cartoons and, um, uh, you know, cartoons and video games. And, you know, she, she was my reader. She was my reader opposite of me uh, at this thing called the ABC Showcase. It happens every year. Um, I was not a finalist, but every year ABC holds uh, auditions for like, I think like 5,000 actors. And then they finally, they boil them down to like, 12 or something like that oh, wow. <laughs> and yeah i was like that I, I don't i think they're like final 50 or something like that and one of the years but and in one of the years she was my reader and so uh she knew my work and i walked in to the agency and they're like do you have a reel i was like i don't but like, like <laughs> all the agents sat down i was like but i know this i know this like i i trust Ooh. me like i know this and and then right then and there i was like I know like some characters sound like this and I just started bust, you know, pulling out my bag of tricks. And then luckily it was E3 time at the time. And I was like, look, I know what games are coming out. This is what I do in my free time. 
I look up game news. I, I'm interested in all the projects, and like we started vibing because some, you know, all the guys they know about all the projects that are coming out. Now, yeah. And and then I knew more because <clears throat> like, oh, I dig into it. Flexing on them. <laughs> well, not flexing on them, but I was like, <laughs> like I do my research, you know. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I'm just excited for all this. And so they're like, okay, we'll give you a shot. And then I didn't sign any contracts. And then um, I believe I, I, I read for a, co- a few parts. And then uh, right after that, uh, I got an audition for Overwatch, the short. And um, the audition was so-so. And then Charlotte was, you know, Charlotte was like, did you read for this? I was like, yes. And she, she was like, oh, man, I, I, you know, she, she she really wanted me to, she wanted me to get it. She wanted me to uh, work with me on this thing. And so, um, you know, I, I went in, read it like three times, I think, before I got it. And then I got Tehan, Tehan and then got World War Z, and then got Apex, and then, you know, wow. other, and other things, yeah. <clears throat> Wow, that's pretty crazy. Uh, would you say, just kind of curious, would you say, I mean, I know you started off with uh, acting before voice acting, but would you say that you now, because your your hobby is uh, playing a lot of video games, would you say that you enjoy the voice acting in the video games more than, you know, on camera acting? Uh, it's a little different, I think, because it, you know, it's voice acting is so technical. Yeah. Um, in a sense where i mean so acting is as well you know you break down the script and there's marks you got to hit and you got to work walk at a certain pace and track camera and lighting and mics and all that kind of stuff and to get the shot but you know because in voice acting there's no camera to capture you it's technical in a sense where i and i've told some other people this as well where specifically apex apex is a lot more loose i guess in a sense where because there's so much ping lines or, or stuff like that or stuff with the lore, like they, they kind of know exactly what they want. And yeah, so 100%. they're, you know, the writers are there and, you know, uh, there's a bunch of people in the room. So, and they know exactly what they want specifically for crypto. There's not a lot of ad, ad living. There's, there's, there's changes that are made for like maybe uh, um, like uh, through the Korean and stuff like that. But, you know, not too much ad living. So, um, so for the Apex stuff is pretty straightforward, I want to say. But, but gen- but for like a a, a cartoon, um, you might have like the director or whoever's running it um, might be like, okay, Johnny. Uh, so, and you know, this scene's going to be three pages, and so meaning that we're going to be recording three pages straight of dialogue with the other mm-hmm. actor. <clears throat> And then you kind of do it, and then and then you know she might be like, okay, that was great. So like on line two, that was that was fantastic. I want you to speed up line two a little bit. On line three, on the the, I want you to hit it hit a little harder. And line and then on line number five, uh, I thought that was great a little bit, but punch it up. And then line number six, I want you to hit uh, the marks a little bit harder. And then on that little monologue, uh, on the first half, you want to give it a little time to wrap up. And then the middle, hit it really hard so that you have enough space at the very end to hit it. And then you and then I want you to take about five seconds so the actor can come in and say his line and then get take another 10 so it can, it can breathe make it breathe a little bit and and then on the fourth line i want you to it's a little emotional so take your time okay got it okay would you take two okay right, oh guys, my go. goodness that's insane so, that, sounds yeah, like they're so, really direct and they know exactly what they want they know exactly what they want yeah and, and so a, a lot of the times and you know and some and some people are and some people it just depends on what show or game you're working on and so well, usually in that in those situations, it's like you. Uh, what I do is, uh, like, I just grab a pencil and I just start making. Like normally, when I make notes, I'll, it'll be in English, but because it's so fast, I'll have like like shapes and happy faces, and arrows. <laughs> Stuff that and, only you would recognize. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah. wow, yeah, that's nice. But but it's very similar in a sense where, in sitcom acting it's very much like that too it's like boom 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 boom, boom. They, like, they change lines they change jokes and it's so quick and i and i have to say because of the uh, uh there was a school uh, uh you know her name is leslie khan and she's like the comedy guru in hollywood uh of school of acting and you know i gotta say you know she, a lot of her techniques sort of helped prep me for a lot of on the flight you know changing mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah you know, it's pretty interesting. We've done a few like interviews or podcasts with a uh, few voice actors in the past, like Justine and uh, Chris Edgerly. But I'm pretty sure most of that or both of them 
came into voice acting like that was what they did first they didn't really do acting and i mean i think chris may have done a little bit i'm not 100 percent sure but he they probably did uh voice acting and doing all those voices like from a very young age practicing that type of stuff so you you never really did any of that type of voice acting or playing around with your voice before you got into it right um sort of <clears throat> i kind of did it on my own you know um mm -hmm. You know, just as a kid, I just was like a goof. And so, you know, <laughs> I would always watch like the Looney Tunes and copy them. Or, you know, like as a kid, I would yeah. cut out, I would make like Batman masks and you know, comic books and all that. I just kind of did it on my own. Yeah, there was no like formal voice training. <clears throat> I just thought it would be hilarious to sound like some of the, yeah. you know, cartoon characters or, um, and all that. And like, and then, bringing in the television, I guess, script analysis breakdown with theater performance. You know, I just kind of brought that all along with me. Excuse when it me. came, so like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, when it came to Respawn, did they reach out directly to you only or did you have to apply for it and you're picked out of a group of people or how? Oh, dude, absolutely not. I mean, oh, I mean, I was, uh, I, <clears throat> they didn't know who I was and you know, they were looking for someone who specifically was from Korea. And they, and it, just like any other audition, my agent got me the audition. And uh, um, I saw the breakdown and, um, you know, I, 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 can, I can do a Korean accent, uh, you know, because I am Korean and I've lived in Korea for a long, you know, for a long period of time. Like I used to spend half my year here and half my year in Korea. So, you know, wow. very familiar with the culture, language, and um, and so you know, they wanted someone specifically, like someone from Korea, and and then they're like, "Oh, you fooled us!" And I was just like, "I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess." I mean, you know, like <laughs> kind of took yeah. it as a took it as a you know part, and I am fluent in Korean, so that did really help. <clears throat> and then, and, what was it like, like? interviewing with respawn well because i'm sure that we would love some insight on what it's like your first time going into respawn what's the office like the atmosphere being around the developers um so for the voice acting we don't record at respawn we record at uh at warner brothers and so uh the i so i'll give you i'll answer both i guess um like so what are you asking what was the inter the audition like right yeah yeah and just your first time because i'm sure you've gone into the respawn well we know you've gone into the respawn headquarters <laughs> yeah we, we know we know you, <laughs> yeah we've seen it all over the <laughs> all over twitter so yeah, um yeah, yeah. like what was it like when you first interviewed with them and then go ahead and bring us into your first time going into the office now that you're a part of the team and everything okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so i vividly remember this i was like I, I did i did the audition so i usually do the auditions at home on my on my laptop and then, and then my agent calls and was like, "You got a callback for for this uh, for this game." And I was like, "A callback?" I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> what? I was like, what is, like, "I didn't understand because I was like that that was the audition, you know, like <clears throat> you don't." I was like, "What do they need to call me back for?" It didn't. It was like really confusing. And then, and then I had to go to Warner Brothers, and I was like, "I, I, I guess, you know." Um, but the thing was, was like as you guys know, I'm a gamer and there was a Mozambique line there. And I was like, Mozambique. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is either Titanfall three or apex legends. And I, I was kind of, so was you weren't even, new. so you That's weren't awesome. even like aware of what was going on until like late in the game. Uh, like not, in sorry, the, not, not in the actual game, but like when you said that you got a callback and you were confused and you showed up to Warner, Bro Warner Brothers, you weren't even like, you weren't even fully aware, like before you even got there and started recording, you, you didn't know like 100% like what you were going for? No, I knew. I knew because of the line. Oh, 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 you were yeah. reading the line. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant yes. like, like you said, until you said the line, when you got there, you didn't know. I was like, why would they leave you in the dark? But, uh, so th this is one thing that I've always wondered, um, especially with the voice actors, because we know that they go in like, so, um, 
you know, so many months before things come out. And so like when, uh, like around time frame, cause I know Justine was saying that she was kind of a newbie. She felt like a newbie because everyone had kind of been there since the start. And then whenever she like actually got hired or, you know, got the part and started to, to do the uh, voice acting for her, that, uh, she felt like everyone had already kind of, um, you know, been friends for a while and she was just coming in, but she felt so welcomed. So around the time for, you know, what was the time frame that you actually got in? Like, did you go in around the same time as Justine a few months after, or, you know, how was that transition for you? Did you also feel like you were the new guy and was kind of shy or did you just kind of fit right in? Uh, well, in terms of time frame, I have no idea. Cause like, uh, they kind of really keep everything in the dark. They're almost like Marvel esque in that sense where, they just really don't tell you anything. And and things change so much that uh, I, I literally don't have any idea. I didn't I didn't even know uh Watson was coming out. Like I didn't I didn't know anything. Wow, <laughs> um, that's surprising, yeah. honestly. Because no, I was, yeah. oh, I was wow. gonna ask you if, if you had when you recorded all the lines, which is super tedious and you worked really hard at it for crypto, uh, I, I was wondering if you recorded it prior to Apex Legends coming out or after Apex had actually came out, like the game. Oh, okay. So going back to Ilut's question, um, I was yeah, a, yeah. I yeah, I, 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 w- I played Apex before uh, I got the audition. Oh, so, wow, that's wow. really yeah, cool. So I, I was like, I, I remember it came out, and I was like, this kind of plays like Titanfall. This is dope. And then, yeah. uh, and then I was playing it, and then I had no idea it was in the Titanfall universe. And I, and as a kid, I was like, man, it'd be so dope if I could be in a Titanfall universe. And so, um, yeah, just. I, and then I got it, and, I, and so what? So go uh, rewinding back to uh, Ilut's original question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I got the audition. Um, I was confused that I had to go in, I, but I knew what I was going in for. It was either Titanfall three or Apex Legends, or Apex Legends. I was banking on Titanfall three, and I walk <laughs> in, and everyone there was like I, I want to say like six people in the room, and they were like all lined up. And then Manny, one of the writers, he was in a computer monitor, so it looked like a, a final boss. Of like an awesome <laughs> power movie, and I and then walking, I was like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" I was like, "I know what this is," and then like no one said anything, and then they there. I was like, "Okay," uh, and oh, I was just no. kind of silent, and then and then they're like, uh, and then they're like, uh, "Manny, do we want to tell Johnny what this is?" And then Manny was like, uh, "No," and I was like, "Oh, okay, 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 okay." Yeah. I was like, "Just gonna go in and record it," and then and then um, yeah, they didn't tell me, so I I I recorded it, and I walked out, um, and then. Um, and then, so yeah, that that's kind of what was my my first experience was like. And then my first experience at Respawn, dude, it was like going, dude. It's like when you go to, I've never seen the Star Wars stuff at Disneyland, but uh, I would imagine that's what it would feel like. Oh man, <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. amazing. Yeah, because when I went there, it was like a childhood dream come true. Not wow. only that, but but they were working on Jedi at the time, so I, they, oh, I, I yeah. you know, I got on the speed biker. I saw all that Jedi stuff. You know, before it came out, um, and then That's you know cool. they, yeah, they had all the loot box. They were so kind to us as well, and I got to meet like the art team, the animators, like you know people that create the weapons, um, and so it was like the experience was like a super high, a super I'm, super super high. It, it sounds like a blast. Like you, you, you Dude, that tell sounds that incredible. Like Respawn is like a really high quality company. They they do their best to make you feel really you know positive about your work and they have the it sounds like they have the coolest stuff around if you're relating this to like star it sounds awesome yeah, oh yeah crazy. when i was talking to vince yeah vince is a huge star wars guy and he's like that was a big milestone for himself um and like they just treat us like family it's like you know we bring stuff you know we bring uh treats for like all the writers and you know the animators and all that kind of stuff and then they're fans of us and we're fans of them and we're like ah we're all nerding out together <laughs> um so yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it, it's 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 crazy. Um, yeah. And so, what is it like <clears throat> now that, as a big fan of the game, because you got to play it before you were in it, now you see yourself in it, and you're playing your own character, and you're streaming for people. What is it like to just take that full circle? Uh, it's kind of weird. It, I'm not gonna lie. It's just, it's just really strange. Cause it's like, I don't think anything's changed in my life except that I'm streaming now and mm-hmm. people kind of watch me stream. Um, uh, but it's just, it's just really odd in in a good way. Cause it's like, you know, this is strange. Cause you know, to be, um, be, to be a part of something so, so huge, yeah, you know, yeah. um, 
And because, you know, back in the day, uh, you would do a game and then that would be it. Like it would be almost like a movie. Yeah. But yeah, these days, yeah. yeah, games are like television shows where you have seasons and and <clears throat> and they go for a long period of time and the lore is stretched out. So it's like I almost feel like I hit the jackpot with a respawn making amazing games. B Vince being such a bad, you know, like a, such a nice guy, badass. Yeah. And everyone at respawn being so nice. And all the voice actors being so dope. Like we have like a like a Apex Legends like like voice actor chat. Like we have our own chat room. Mm-hmm. We like just mess around with each other all the time. Yeah, and you can so, tell you guys are like seem pretty tight knit for like on Twitter and stuff. I see you guys doing a lot of stuff and the uh little video you guys made was really, really cool. Um yeah, you guys can awesome. tell you guys, you know, are a little close and that's really nice to see. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to dislike about this whole situation, to be honest. You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, t- I keep telling them, like, you know, I told Vince this, I told the other actors this, but I'm like, do I get giddy anytime I'm in the chat room or anytime we all meet up? Because it almost feels like, you know, like in the video game world, it's like the Avengers, you know, when they all, when they all come together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, you know, and so I get really excited too. And, and again, it's it, it also definitely helps that, everyone is so kind and nice and um, yeah. lighthearted. Yeah. It seems like a really like positive environment that you're in. Uh, I, I, had a, I had a quick question. What was it like when you first, like, did, I don't know if you were streaming on Twitch or anything at the time, but mm-hmm. when you had first heard yourself uh, on Apex, where like when you were playing the game and you selected crypto as your, your legend that you wanted to play as, was there, is there anything that you can remember from the first time you heard yourself actually talking, like you heard your own voice on the game? Oh yeah, dude! I was so excited, man. I mean, oh. I I ju- well, I was a little nervous as well because I was like, dude, I hope I didn't mess this up. Because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's like what some of the actors say that are in you know the Marvel u- universe because people get pissed off, you know. Oh yeah, really angry because they they're so passionate. So, uh, oh, I should say not angry, but they're very passionate, and so very passionate. Yeah, and so you know, I didn't I didn't want to mess up this world. You know, I, I just wanted to add to it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was a little nerve wracking, to be honest, but really exciting. Yeah. And and do you feel like this game has been like your most uh, like this is getting you the most eyes out of anything you've done so far? Or oh, Dude, a, a million percent. <laughs> a million awesome. percent. Because like, it's I, it, uh, one of the things that's happened with Apex is it's helped like uh catapult a lot of creators and streamers and stuff and so do you feel like you're feeling that yeah dude absolutely dude um like i i have uh i just started streaming because of this um you know my my like i I, when i first i remember i I still i vividly remember this i i was in new york city uh doing a play reading and it was like the night before it was the day of that my trailer dropped and I was allowed to announce that I was crypto. <clears throat> and uh, at that time, I was so excited. I tweeted it out. And I didn't, I had Twitter since like I, I, a while back, but I never used Twitter. I never used Twitter. And, uh, and I didn't start using Twitter prop, like pretty much in, uh, up until last November. And I remember I had 20 followers. I had 20 followers. <laughs> and uh wow. and and uh you got over seven thousand now dude and so <laughs> what happened was i had 20 followers i tweeted it i was like people are gonna see this nope <laughs> there's like crickets and then i was like i was a little butthurt i was like okay 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 and then um uh, and then and then uh respawn reached out i was like hey johnny is it cool if we tweet tweet you out and i was like yeah for sure and they tweeted me out and then from there, it went from 100 to 200 to 300. And I was like, 300 people are watching me? What? And then now it's like, yeah, like 7.5K or whatever. And I'm just like, this is great. This is still, it's just bonkers, you know? That's absolutely amazing. I mean, that's the thing about Apex. Like when I first saw Apex come out, I didn't think anything of it. And then what, a few weeks later, it was millions and millions of players. It, it's just grown so big. That's one of the things I absolutely love about Apex and the Apex community. It's actually just a great community over all the games like I've played in the past. I'd by far say Apex Legends as a whole is, is the best gaming community I've been a part of. 
which is absolutely amazing. But yeah. I did want to ask you since you play Twitch, or you, I was going to say you play Twitch, you play Apex a lot <laughs> on Twitch, obviously. Uh, yeah. Besides crypto, who's your mm -hmm. favorite legend? I get this question a lot. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not yeah. surprised. And I'm going to answer honestly, okay? And the honest, the, the honest question is I love everybody because uh, everyone, it, it's hard to just love one because, because of if, okay, maybe next round, I want to play defensively. Next round, I want to scout. Next, you know, so it's, yeah. it's a little different in, in that sense. Um, but, but to get deeper into your question, so in all the Titanfall games, my loadout was a grapple. And so, oh, okay. um, yeah, every loadout in, in Titanfall would, would, was the grapple. I never used um, shifting. I never used stem. I never used any of that. So in Titanfall, every loadout was a grapple. So uh, indirectly answering me, it, it may be Pathfinder. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He's really good, so I, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, <laughs> I love using Pathfinder. Pathfinder's been my main since, like, the start of Season 2, so I definitely uh, just love Especially, like you said, even when I play Titanfall, like, all of my loadouts are the grapple because it's just it's the most fun, it's the most enjoyable, and it just looks so cool when you get a good grapple. So, um, oh, dude. yeah, it, yeah, I just love it. And I was never a Titanfall guy until someone said, hey, you should try Titanfall since you love Pathfinder and use the grapple. And then I, I was like, holy cow, bro, this is, like this is so fun like i just want to get like really cool jumps and really cool grapples and just sling just fly across the map and so uh, i just got addicted to doing that but uh, the way you talk about respawn man it like it's so cool especially when you started talking about the star wars things it just kind of reminds me of like how you can go into um like the coca-cola factory and get to see the production and stuff that like i would yeah. love to see what respawn looks like because obviously that's not like a it's not an amenity like you have with like the coke factory and things like that that would be so cool to actually see in, inside the uh, the designers of the game that we love and see, you know, what actually, what's a day in a life of, uh, of these developers and stuff like that. But, um, one question, an another question I had is I like to, uh, you know, personally, this is just kind of, uh, maybe embarrassing to, to admit, but I like to do a lot of practice voices just at home by myself. I'll just kind of like trigger these voices and, uh, just to see, you know, you know, some kind of personality just to kind of bring out more personality. And so I know that you said like when you were younger, you were a goof and you like to do, like to do a lot of the same things, I guess. So one thing I wonder is when you go like months or so without a time at a time without being at the um, studio recording, do you ever have a hard time triggering the crypto voice back? Like whenever you go back to record or are you constantly practicing this over time or do you ever like have a hard time hitting that spot to where you were the first time you recorded? Um, yeah, dude, that's a, that's a good question. <clears throat> Actually, uh, yes and no. Cause it's like, I kind of know where he lives. Like his voice yeah. lives. Like it, it took a, it took, uh, I know some of the other legends just kind of came up with theirs and it was real quick, but because respawn was so specific about what they wanted, uh, it, it took a minute for, it took a lot of research on my end to see what I wanted him to sound like, I guess. Um, so that took a long time, but yes, going away and coming back, usually maybe the night before or a couple nights before, um, I'll go over some of the, some of the stuff. Sometimes they give it to me as early. Sometimes they don't, the lines. And so when they, when they do, um, <clears throat> I'll try to go over them and I'll do, I'll do each one in, in the voice so that it will get the repetition in. Um, and uh, at times when I'm, I don't have the luxury of getting the script ahead of time and I just have, and I'm just in the studio. Like they kind of give you a little bit of time to kind of sink into it. And then they play you every show I, or I call them shows, but game mm -hmm. or sh games or TV shows, they'll replay you your voice so that you can get back into the space. And and then like, sometimes it's not perfect. They're like, uh, Johnny, you know, that one sounded like a little too deep, uh, a little too, uh, we, we want to lighten them up a little bit, you know, and, and then we kind of, we kind of make tweaks like little, uh, I would say like, like knobs. And, and once we're in a really good place, we just kind of go for it. All right. So I actually have a que a guest question from someone you may have heard of him. Probably not many people have heard of him. His name's Staycation. I don't know. Oh, yeah, guy, dude. But... Staycation <laughs> has a guest question? Wow. Yes, yeah, a guest question from Staycation. Oh, what's up, Stay? And I think when people think of um, crypto, a lot of them think of Staycation because he has been an avid fan of crypto for a long time and he's yeah. really good with crypto. 
So yeah. he's he asked, knowing that Apex is one of the most popular battle royale video games in the world, what's it like being able to represent Korean character and how have people who take pride in the same ethnicity responded? And that's um, also from him and his girlfriend. Just what a that. good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, um, sorry, what, what was the question again? <laughs> I know this. You're one good. Was You're good. You're good. I, one? <laughs> just reread it again we're good we, we can cut this all out and we'll put it all good all together <laughs> well, i have not. no idea what you've been asking about now. he's asking what the question is <laughs> i need to repeat the question yeah just repeat oh, both sorry, questions sorry. Come knowing on, that dude. apex is i didn't knowing that apex <laughs> is one of the most popular battle royale video games in the world what's it like being able to represent a korean character and how have people who take pride in the same ethnicity responded um. We'll just cut uh, out all of that, and we'll just make it seem like you answered right when I. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Just I thought it was just keep yeah, it. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it'll uh, sound good, man. It, what, what, what's it like? Represent? It, I think it's really cool. Um, you know, I thought, you know, I guess I was. I didn't really think about it because, you know, all, all I knew, all I was thinking was, I got to do a good job. I got to, uh, you know, I got to get this character down. That's all I've been thinking the whole time, and I just that kind of kind of blew past me. Um, but think you know, thinking about it, I think it's really, really cool. First of all, because you know, uh, a lot of times, a lot of Asian characters are either Japanese or Chinese. You know, because there's a lot of, you know, Chinese Dynasty or Hong Kong, you know, shootouts mm -hmm. or samurai. You know, so you know, it, it is actually really, really cool to have representation. You know, it being Korean um, and and more people being sort of uh, you know uh, aware. That you know, that we 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 do exist as well, you know. It's kind of cool, you know. Um, and and you know, in, in Korean culture being more popular these days because of K-pop and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I think it's really really cool, you know. Um, and, and how have fans reacted? Uh, they've reacted, you know, all positively. You know, I know people that are Korean reach out and they say, you know, really really nice stuff to me uh they, they say thank you for the representation i remember i got this one long letter saying uh it was a really heartfelt letter from a fan saying that like this voice reminded them of their uh uncle i think it was their uncle or, or father wow and, oh wow um yeah no, i think in this particular person uh, i don't want to butcher the letter but it was extremely heartfelt and it reminded me of them and that that tone and voice really kind of reminded them of that and so like they were like oh it was in tears and so it was, it was really touching so wow. i'm glad that i could you know give because i never thought that uh you know that I, all i was trying to do was do my best job yeah. um, mm -hmm. to representing the, to bring tr to trying to bring this character to life but the you know all the fact that it touches people in 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 that way it's it's i mean it's amazing it's um I'm very grateful yeah. and thankful and honored and uh, yeah. yeah that it can do more you know? yeah, that, yeah that, <clears> that's, that, that, i'm sorry you go i was just gonna say that's really cool that you get to be be the person on the forefront of representing korean representation i just think when people reach out and send you those messages it's it's got to feel really good man it's got to feel good to realize that you get to you know whether you sound like the guy's uncle or his father whatever it is it's so cool that you got to be that korean representation across apex legends yeah it's it's actually pretty cool like i guess like you guys asking me that or i guess staycation asking me that it's like i kind of thought about it and i was like i guess he's right mm. there's not been a lot um and yeah to have someone so big is, I guess, I never thought of me being right. that, being, being the representation. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I voice crypto. And that's as far as it kind of gone. I, I, that's as far as it kind of went in my brain. But I guess you guys asking that, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, if it means much more for everyone else and absolutely. And I'm very grateful. And uh, if I can represent you guys and out there, then, um, you know, absolutely. This is yeah, great. That's <clears> what's <throat> something that's so cool too, is a lot of times you, like, like you were saying, you're just trying to do the best job, you know, for the job that was presented. And so a lot of times people kind of forget who's watching, you know, you, you, on yeah. the, the scale that you're on. And so many people are out there watching you, listening to you that all have their own unique stories. And all the while you're recording, you're making videos, you're making stream or you're doing streams, you're recording voice lines. 
whatever it is that you're doing uh, to you. It's just, it's just, you know, my passion, my job, my work, this is the project I'm currently working on. But to them, this is a memory, uh, uh, like a moment to them that is, you know, like that money can't buy, you know? And so the fact that you're making that, uh, impact on people, it, it's so, it's so moving, man, because every now and then, you know, I'll get that comment and I, I, I'm, I'm a fairly small YouTuber, but I never thought that there would be people commenting on my videos saying, Hey man, I, you know, deal with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, and I just love watching your videos. They just kind of relax me a little bit and, uh, they really do help a ton. I pre- and it's just like, dude, I, I, I've never thought of that. You know, I, I usually just think I'm trying to, you know, what can I do to grow? What can I do to make things better? And then the, to know that I'm making that impact on someone, it really just motivates you to, to realize, you know, it's not just a passion. It's not just a job. There's a cause of why I'm doing this. You know, I'm, I'm doing this for a good cause. You know, this is actually impacting people's lives in, in a positive way. So uh, it's awesome to hear that, man. That's one of the great things about the gaming community, just being able to reach such a large large audience and uh just the community in general is huge that's one of the things like people underestimate i'd say they they just the gaming community in general overall so much uh i don't know power strength there's a lot of people that love every game and just the smallest things can affect people Mm -hmm. like so so much positivity like uh, again like i've been in you know, I've been in Hollywood for a long time and, and, and specifically the gaming community. I couldn't believe it. Everyone wants everyone to win. That's, everyone yeah. wins. That's the best it's part, man. Yes, yes. So dope. It, like, it's seriously amazing. And, you know, I've never seen anything like that. And I've been a gamer all my life, too. But even after getting crypto, like it took Chris Edgerly, who voices Pathfinder, it took him to really talk to me to be like, you could do this, man. You could stream. I'm like, dude, no one's going to watch me. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, I feel that way too. Like I'm, I'm like I can't believe you guys want to interview me. <laughs> to, to be honest, like say, at times, like I think that, like you know, you guys might not think that, and um, I just mean that in a sense where I'm like, oh man, I, I have, you know, I, I think that as well. But everyone wants everyone to win, and it's like if I can show them, if I can show other people that too, because I'm just like I'm just like you guys, you know. Uh, I, you know, when I, when someone edited that Apex uh, video and it made it look like kind of like the Avengers, I was like. Dude, I geeked out. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I saw that. That was nice. I don't blame amazing. you, man. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I, and speaking of that, when it comes to like Twitch and stuff, um, like Staycation has raided my channel when I'm streaming. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like Staycation has put in so much work and he's willing to help my channel, even though it doesn't seem like a lot to him. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know the impact when you're a brand new streamer. Like when I yeah. rated you and you've rated my channel, it's such a huge thing to be like, wow, this is someone taking an audience they worked at to build and saying, here, go check out this person too. Help them out, you know? And it's just, yeah. uh, it's awesome <clears throat> to see that the Apex streamers are so willing to do that for each other. And they really are looking out for each other, like you said. Absolutely. You know, and that's, and I think that's part of it too. It's like, dude, I remember when like, I was like, I was like, I had like only a couple people watching me. And I got my first raid and I was like, whoa, what is this? And I was so mm-hmm. thankful and grateful. And so, you know, Chris kind of does that. And I try to do that as well. Like, you know, I try to give back to either you or stay. You know, I mean, I rated staycation too, but it's like probably it was like a, you know, it's like a, you know, like a tiny little scratch compared to what, what he did for me. But, um, you know, that's why I try to rate other people that have either no viewers or very little viewers. Cause it's like, I know what that feeling is like yeah absolutely yeah and then do you feel like now that you're on twitch and you're building a brand new connection is this something that you think that you want to extend and do as either another source of income like something you really dedicate yourself to or are you just doing it for fun right now where's your level of commitment with this uh i honestly like when like before i got apex like i wanted to be a streamer like i'm like dude you can play video games and do all this and like but i was just like i don't know how to do all this and and so but yeah the goal is to be like a streamer that that is the goal and um that's why i have a set schedule i do you know uh for for the people that watch and i try to do as much as i can so yeah the the goal would be to be like uh you know full-time streamer slash like voice actor you know, and be involved in all this because, I, dude, I love it. You know, um, it, the, the the hard part, which I don't know how you guys do, is 
edit the YouTube videos because I'm like two <laughs> weeks behind, bro. I, I have like 50 hours of content and I'm like, I got to stream. I got an interview. I got to like, I got to do auditions. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot, a lot more than most people think just in general content, all that type of stuff online usually takes a lot more than people think, or at least people underestimate the the work that goes into it. I mean, some people don't even think like YouTube or streaming, playing video games. Yeah, that's not a job. Like, come on, man. It, it's most definitely a job. But speaking of video games like Apex, I wanted to ask you, I'm sure a lot of people would ask the same question in the comment section. Uh, if you could change one thing about crypto, what would it be? Like it, with his ability set, his kit and all that type of stuff. You know, um, if I could, I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, I, I, I get this, I, I get asked this a lot. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess if, if he could have a passive ability, I guess that would be great. But at the same time, you know, would that be, you know, game breaking, you know, cause yeah. it's like, he's, he's a character where he, he's the only character I think where it's like, he has his abilities are active, meaning that you have to actively control them. And so it's like a game within a game. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe if one of his abilities, like for for instance, I've always thought this stuff, like one of the downfalls with crypto is in order for him to be effective, he has to be away from his teammates and operating his drone or either calling out here, you know, they're over here. I'll scan them here. I'll do the EMP here. And it's, it's, it's hard because you can't be with your teammate. And so you have to kind of incorporate your other teammates abilities to make him the most effective. I know a lot of people would like take the drone and then go like EMP and then have a Wraith portal as, as soon as he gets done so he can get in the fight with his teammates. But like, like I said, I, I think maybe a good way to make him a little bit more powerful, not saying he really needs it because he's super good and super strong now, but since he come out, I thought it would be cool to maybe, maybe if his drone was a little bit of an autopilot, maybe that's too overpowered, but maybe if it could operate without you having to stop and stand out in the open or stop and go into a house and open up your, you know, you know, little pad, whatever it is, this little hologram thing. But, uh, I just feel like it would be a lot nicer if he didn't have to be away from his teammates, uh, in order to use his abilities. Yeah. See, so that's, again, like it's, it's a hard question to answer as well. Cause I know what you mean, yeah. but. At the same time, like it's like because he operates that way, there there have been times where there was like a revenant and he what I did was I sent my drone out and then the revenant would uh alt and then they would get the totem. So then what would happen is I would then send my drone out, I would EMP, then the shields would break, and then they would follow right in. So they do the first wave of attack. I would totem right after that, follow behind, and then so like the, the first two would maybe take down one or two guys. And then I would go in as, as a second wave, I'd take out one guy and then they would come in again. And then, so it'd be like multiple waves. So, mm, you know, yeah. it just depends. Or like if I hide the, the drone up in a corner of a building, um, you know, scan everybody and kill. Like I have videos of that too, where we wiped out like three squads in one, one firefight because of that. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm interested yeah, I mean, to see what respawn does though. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. So did you obviously played uh, crypto right when he came out. Yeah. And what did you think of him right when he came out? Because a lot of people thought that he was underwhelming. I'm curious to see what your dude. Honestly, I'm just I was just so happy that I got to be a part of the game that yeah, yeah. Um, I was. I mean, I would just pick crypto because it's like I get to be a part of the game. <laughs> pick and... crypto. That's literally me. Yeah. So. You know, uh, I embraced him from the beginning. Um, I had a good time with him. Um, I think maybe the competitive players, I can see what they're saying because like, you know, a lot of the other legends are a bit more, uh, can be more aggressive rather than support. But, you know, he's a support character. Um, so just, I know it's a, it's a play style difference, but I'm, well, I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Since he's been buffed, he is very viable now, even in ranked. So it was more of, I think that they wanted just some minor changes and respawn responded with some very good changes where he's, he's actually very viable now. But uh, at first the same with the same thing with Revenant, Revenant came out and you know, he was, he was re very hyped up. Everyone was very excited for Revenant mm -hmm. and then his abilities <clears throat> were not what people expected, but now he's, right. 
once they've adjusted him, now he's amazing. Now everyone loves him. So I was just wondering if you had like that same reaction, but it sounds like you were just way too hyped just to have him. In yeah, the game, dude. I, I completely understand. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, bro. Crypto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I am happy with the changes, like, you know, the shield, uh, yeah. with, with the drone having a shield. And then like the, I remember, I can't remember, but I think they added the uh, uh, animation for the EMP, right? Well, what yeah. they did was they also made it so it didn't affect your teammates. And uh-huh. then they, I, this is a weird little thing they added, but your guns reload when you go into the drone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Auto so the, yeah, yeah, it was some like little things like that. But the little changes that they made made a big difference because be, having your team be able to run in completely unaffected and then attack all of a sudden while the other team is dealing with the EMP effects, it's, yeah. it's a great advantage. Yeah, it sucks when you get, dude, when the, when the drone comes, and someone is droning me. It's so annoying. And then when they hit <laughs> yes. me, I'm like, no! <laughs> the EMPs are horrible. The only good time that the EMP or where it doesn't bother you that much is when you're Wraith and you can just phase through it. But yeah. Otherwise, it's just horrible. And I think it's a lot of the... Uh, I think a lot of... <laughs> I think the biggest problem when Crypto first come out was not really like... Um, and a, was not really something that was wrong with him as, as like respawn purposed it because honestly I did not even think of this until it was kind of like just released everywhere the biggest problem is whenever he was first released and people were just dropping their body armor when the EMP would come out and then they would just pick it back up after the EMP goes off and their armor was unaffected so then respawn eventually oh. just had to uh Respawn had to make it to where it would hurt your shield when you dropped it. And I don't think that they, I, I think they would have done that had they known that people were actually going to do that. Like, I didn't even think to do it until I saw someone on YouTube doing it. And it just kind of went viral and everyone was doing it then. So, uh, but I, I think he's definitely so much better now than when it was first released. And uh, it's, it's nice to see Respawn ha- um, having a lot of really good legends across the line uh, that are all pretty much, you know, not the same, but you know, you can pretty much at this point use about almost anyone you want in ranked and still be really yeah. good. Yeah, so. I really like the the balance between legends as of right now. I'd say nobody's too overpowered. Nobody's very underwhelming. I mean, there's always the the mirage that the that comes up. You know, is octane slightly <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> But I, I've been really enjoying crypto, especially in rank. Just the EMP can just destroy like a bunch of a team like inside a building camping because yeah, obviously yeah. that that's a huge thing in ranked. Everybody's camping in a building. You you snap that EMP and they're all broken shields. They're healing up. You can run in, yeah. just absolutely destroy kids. But, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's all. Yeah. No, I was gonna say like yeah. I mean, I I, I do wish that the community would, you know. Uh, embrace respawn it's you know uh they they do work really really hard at at trying to balance the game bringing lore characters you know things just take time and uh they are definitely aware they do watch streamers they watch me um they they are on it you know they know who the streamers are because i talk to them um you know uh and they're very aware so it's like you know they're watching they're trying to see what they can fix and all that kind of stuff on top of it. <clears throat> I was wondering, as you've said multiple times, that you used to play Titanfall and all the lore that's connected with each and every character. I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on Crypto's lore. I mean, he was kind of teased in season two-ish. They they mm-hmm. put him in the trailer. He he destroyed Repulsor Tower. Pretty much changed the entire game. Then I want to. I just wanted to know, like, what did you think about the cinematic for him and and the backstory behind who Crypto is? Dude, I was so hyped, man. It was so dope when um, when the writer told me uh, everything about crypto and um, and you know and and yeah, and like the trailers were so are so well done, you know. And and actually, they're not. You know, people think that they're animated, but they're not. They're actually performance captured. And yeah, wow. So. And to answer, uh, I think what was your experience? One of the one of my first experiences was for the season three. Tra- was it season three when I got re- revealed? Season three trailer. Yeah, season three. Um, <clears throat> between me and Mirage, that w- it was, it was mm-hmm. literally Roger and I. We were we were in you know uh, motion capture suits, like in Avatar performance capture suits, and we had cameras in our faces, and we acted those scenes out. <clears throat> That's so cool. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, That's so, so awesome. So that's that was actually my first encounter with Roger, was on set. It was not even like not vocally, but like we literally would, 
we had, we were acting together for, for a couple of days on in this huge, like basketball sized courtroom with sensors <laughs> and everything. And we did all the scenes together. So yeah, they were all, they're all acted out. <clears throat> That's awesome. I, I didn't really expect, I didn't expect it to be like that, but I mean, looking at the quality of the trailers and all that, you got, they're so good. I'd say Apex probably is one of the best, uh, like cinematics and trailers for any oh, game. hundred yeah. percent. Oh, dude, I agree. Dude, when the Revenant trailer dropped, oh my God. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. Jesus. Yeah, I got chills. So good. For real. And the thing about Crypto, though, his lore, I, I love a lot because he actually has had a, a pretty big impact in the game's lore in general, destroying the tower and uh, changing the map a lot, but also something I, I've been kind of curious about since it's no longer King's Canyon. Like, why is he still in the games? Like, maybe he's still hunting for something. <clears throat> so I like how they kind of leave it open-ended with his storyline as of right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get some more in the future, hopefully season five. Obviously, we don't know. But I definitely like his storyline out of all the characters because, like, he was framed, and then he he's hunting down the syndicate. I don't know. There's just a lot really cool about his backstory and who he is dude i yeah dude i agree and i'm like i can't believe it's like uh you know like you said you know I, I get to play this guy so it's it's so cool you know like as a kid growing up you know watching these born movies and james bond and you know and it's like he's kind of like that in a sense where you know he's on the run and um i'm like dude this is so cool you know so yeah yeah, that is definitely really cool to see, and and like you were saying with uh, all the like the Mirage, you and Mirage shooting the the ending, that that that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Would be so cool to take a little tour, you know? Maybe I I don't care how much I'd have to pay. It's a one day trip. I would love to just pay a big fee and just say, let me watch. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see it happen. So uh, this is just man. It, it's so it's so nice to see all the all the stuff that goes on and how there's not you know too many characters you know with apex so you guys can be tight-knit like that and like you said with the group chat so that's a lot of really cool things to see especially to see um you know here we have season five coming up pretty shortly so we'll have a lot more to add on top of that um in just a couple weeks like it's flying by so it's just kind of crazy it feels like just yesterday we were you know talking about crypto being released and i was seeing all the yeah. new gameplay and here we are already two seasons later so it's just kind of flown by but uh, Johnny, thanks so much for for having us, man. Thank you so much for uh, being on our on our podcast. We really appreciate your time and uh, and all your energy, man. It really has been a blast to talk to you. And once again, guys, make sure to uh, go down in the description below. We'll have his Twitter, we'll have his Twitch, and uh, any other social media that he'd like to promote. You guys can go give him a follow over there and go to watch him. I actually watch his streams quite often, so uh, make sure oh, to go. Thanks, dude. They're, they're really fun. I love your green screen effects, too. They're always uh, really cool to see. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting stream. So you guys will enjoy Johnny a lot, so make sure to go uh, follow him there. And then also, don't forget, we're doing the uh, podcast on Spotify a day early on every, uh, on every podcast. So make sure to go follow us on Spotify so you can get that podcast. Uh, podcast a day early and then also on youtube uh it's going to be our normal schedule as usual so make sure if you guys do enjoy these click the subscribe button click that notification bell and leave a like on this video and we will see you guys in the next podcast and also a big thank you to staycation for the question for johnny it was a really heartfelt question a lot of good stuff that we heard today and we appreciate you guys constant support almost at that 10k and we will see you in the next one goodbye peace out uh, see ya. later guys Bye. later